tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Good evening, the United Kingdom and the Virgin Islands, my friends down in Barbados, those of you north of the border in Canada, even those in the Middle East. Man, we have a lot of people listening to this program. Today is August 10th, 2014, and as usual, we've got a show for you. As a matter of fact, this is a time that if you are in a relationship and if you have screwed it up or someone has screwed up with you, you might want to get a pen because this is one of those programs which will give you the insight that you need to understand whether that thing can be fixed or whether you need to go ahead and call it a day and induce it and throw it in the trash can. I'm going to approach this program by putting a disclaimer out there. There are a lot of you, literally millions of you that are listening to this program right now who are in a jacked-up relationship that you probably should let go of. So before I even get into how you fix a broken relationship, let me describe the ones you need to leave the hell alone. I know somebody is going, thank you, Jesus. That does not mean after I say this, stop listening to the show. Because there's going to be a lot of information this evening that will help you to prevent yourself from going further down into the pit of stupidity, getting into a relationship that is doing you anything but something good. I would suggest that you make that phone call. Tell your girlfriend, even if they don't have a computer, they can listen into this program by dialing 646-478-5610. Six four six four seven eight fifty six ten, and I am actually going to, uh, if we can get around to it, take some of your calls. I know our phone lines are always lit up, but if you are going into probably the last portion of the program, and this is very hidden home, I definitely want you to press the number one, which will put you in the host queue, and that's six four six four seven eight fifty six ten. Now. Infidelity is a hell of a thing. It can shatter even the strongest relationship, leaving behind feelings of betrayal, guilt, and anger. As a matter of fact, uh, I've been doing some research on statistics. For one quarter of married couples, and this is just the ones who would take this survey, who suffered a breach of loyalty, according to the American Association on Marriage and Family, Overcoming those feelings can be extremely difficult. You think, hell, you mean I, I did all that research just to tell you that? Well, of course it can be difficult. You're human. But with support, with a relationship expert or a good therapist, it is possible to come out of that situation and in many cases come out of it stronger than when you would in. But 
for other people, people like me, because I'll be honest, I can't, I couldn't do it. An affair is too heavy a weight for a relationship to bear. Parting ways may be the only answer, but before you decide to chunk in the towel, I want you to listen to this program today, and it may save you. It may save your relationship. It may save your sanity. By the time we this hour is up, you will have an understanding and an insight into self that will help you to move beyond your circumstances. Now, here's the deal. There are many reasons why you can lose someone's trust, and it's not always about having an affair. As a matter of fact, sometimes people can just stop trusting you because you aren't, well, you're ratchet. You're not trustworthy. You know, you're on drugs. You're drinking. The person has given you time after time, look, would you please stop smoking that stuff? Would you put that damn bottle down? For Other people are in this same boat because they cannot put work aside. Lots of folk have gotten to a point, and ladies, I'm going to tell you, I love God and I'm a praying man. Some of you have your relationship in question because you're listening to some jacked-up wannabe fake pastor <laughs> that's telling you how to live your life. Let me tell you something, and I'm going to quote T.D. Jakes. Uh, you know, Bishop's a mentor of mine, and one thing that he made a comment, he says, the last thing in the world a married woman or a woman in a committed relationship should do should be to run in the house telling a man what some other man said. Well, I'm going to say that even includes me. It is better for you to get your mate or significant other to listen to whoever, be it me or your uh, pastor or some clinician, and let them have a stake in the conversation because typically they're only hearing one side of the story. The other side of it is let people come to their own conclusions. You know, sometimes the person probably would listen. They just don't want to hear it from you. Hmm, something to think about, right? Now, sometimes it is purely a case of bad judgment or a person may feel uh, even satisfied in their relationship. But one night they had one glass of wine too many, which led to a lack of impulse control, or they shared one too many personal stories about how they were feeling some kind of way. And somebody, somebody decided to give you the attention you needed. It was flattering. They may be attracted to you, and you may be attracted to them, and the next thing you know, here you go, you just created a hot ghetto mess. Why do we do that? Well, first I'm going to tell you why that happens. Not all people cheat on someone or go outside of a relationship just because of sex. Now, I will say there are a lot of little freaky freddies and seduction sallies out there that want to experiment and they figure the grass is green on the other side or maybe I need a little bit more sugar in my tea. But the truth be told, that is little, it has little, if anything, to do with why most people will go and get into a relationship that's inappropriate. However, here's what we have to look at. Why do these things happen, and what's the consequences? Well, let's, let's just break that down. The first thing is people that do things like this aren't all bad people. They may be not uh, maybe immature. They may be selfish as hell. They probably got in a relationship that they really weren't ready to take on. 
In other words, some people, uh, you go and get pregnant. Now you think that's going to force them to be family with you, girlfriend. Really? Have you lost your damn mind? That does not work that way. Like my friend on my favorite commercial, that's not how this works. That's just not how any of this works. And that is so true. You cannot coerce someone into loving you. You cannot coerce someone into being committed to you. If anything, you three, five, maybe ten years down the road are going to end up resenting the heck out of each other, and then what do you do? So the main reason these relationships and infidelity takes place is because the relationship probably should have never started to begin with. And if it did start, how did it start? Was it one of these things where one day you were drinking that gin and juice, next thing you know, uh, the Patron made it officially on, so now you are sitting here with your drawers on the floor next to someone that you kind of were feeling, but you just were like, you know, how in the hell did we end up here? But neither one of you, out of your own need for um, being in a relationship with somebody or your inability to be truthful and say, you know, I really uh, did not mean for that to put us in this place. I like having sex with you, but now this has gone a little bit too far and it's not where I wanted to go. But no, you decided you wanted to play like you was in love or, or for fellows. And, men, I don't know why you do this. You decide you want to play like you really care about this woman. You know damn well you care about getting her panties off when you want to and doing the things you do together, but you really aren't ready to be committed. Unfortunately, your immature butt tells this poor person, and this applies to you women, don't start saying, yeah, men do that. You guys do it too. Ladies, it's not this. I'll put it like this. Selfishness is not gender specific. So you start this journey without assessing the cost. Along the way, instead of you being man or woman enough to say, you know what, I made a mistake, why, let me correct it. Let me tell this person, you know what, I like sleeping with you, I like you, but you are, you really got this thing twisted. You're thinking that this is something that is not. But no, instead of you having the courage to tell somebody, look, I made a mistake, Um, I was not, this isn't what I was meaning for this to turn out like. I didn't want uh, this relationship to be a relationship. As a matter of fact, I need to apologize. Well, that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to examine that issue. When is apology? When is it time to apologize, number one? And if you are going to apologize, what are you apologizing for? If someone has apologized to you and you're on the other end of this, you're the person that's listening to this program, because I, I do want you to hear this. Some of these relationships that you are in and someone has betrayed you, you're the one that's hurting, we're going to help you tonight too. You know, this is going to help everybody. We have to first stop and ask ourselves, what role did I play in this mess that I'm in right now? You know, you're sitting there. You went through your boy's phone, which I strongly urge you don't be going through people's telephones. That's just trifling. You know, if it's at a point where you need to go through the phone, you probably need to go to Starbucks or some coffee shop and have a conversation before you start playing amateur detective because then you're going to find out something you really didn't need to know. For others, 
some of you, the person had an affair, they cheated on you, you cheated on them, whatever the case. It's a year and a half old, but you never closed this thing out right. So now you got a relationship with somebody that you have not really discussed something with, and you're still mad over some mess that happened two years ago. And the other person isn't even cheating, but they did not give you the comfort that you needed to call this thing, um, call it a day, to let it go. So you keep carrying this stuff around like a dead body on your back. Well, we're going to get to the bottom of all of that right now. I'm going to begin by saying, what in the hell is an apology for and why apologize? Because if you're the person that needs to do some apologizing, I suggest you get a pen and paper right now. I do mean quick and in a hurry. If you're the person that is wondering, should I forget this food? <laughs> you know, do I really need to give you another few weeks of my life? Hell, not even a few weeks, a few minutes more of my life. We're going to give you a foolproof checklist on both sides of the table. So if that is you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just tell you right now, get your kids out the room. I'm not, this isn't going to be a sex show where I'm going to be using words that name body parts, but what I am going to do is I'm going to keep this conversation at an adult level. Uh, it's going to get real. If you're the person that's going through some of this stuff, you don't need your 13-year-old and it's about, uh-huh, mama, see, I told you Tyrone was no good. Or you don't need to have your sister and your auntie and your mom and them in your business because that's probably part of your doggone problem. you got too many people up in your affairs right now, and you're wondering why everybody's telling you what to do and you're sitting there confused. All right? So let's get this thing started. What is an apology? Well, an apology is something that does two things. You listening? It shows your remorse over your actions, or it acknowledges the hurt that your actions have caused someone else. So let's let that be our baseline tonight. If you are looking for an apology, or if you need to make one, let's define what an apology is. Or, or let's ask the question, are you really remorseful over your actions? Ask yourself that question. Are you really remorseful over your actions? Second thing, have you hurt someone you care about but over or behind something you've done? Well, first we all need to learn how to apologize. After all, no one is perfect. We all make mistakes. We all have the capability to hurt people through our behaviors and actions, whether these things are intentional or not. It isn't always easy to apologize. That's the next thing I want to say to you. But it is the most effective way for you to restore trust and balance in a relationship when you've done something wrong. Now, for some of you, you've probably got your man or woman saying, you need to listen to this. we got a problem. So if that's you, uh, I'm, just don't, don't nobody bust nobody in the head with a skillet. And, gentlemen, if you hear some bacon frying or some grits, you might want to, like, not be – you might want to sit near the door because, anyway, you get it. There are many reasons why, if you're going to apologize – you need to make it sincere. 
When you've hurt someone unnecessarily or made a mistake, here's what an apology should represent to you. It should not, well, of course, let me back that up. What it should not represent to you is, I ah, damn it, I told you I'm sorry. You idiot, that is not an apology. That is you probably smoothing something over, and you aren't remorseful, and you would never have said anything, but your behind got caught. So that's not an apology. That's you caught in a catch-22. But uh, for the mature that are listening to this program and those who have someone telling them they're sorry or those of you that need to tell someone you're sorry, when you apologize, you must first acknowledge that you have engaged in something that is considered unacceptable behavior. Yeah, I slept with your sister. Yes, Boo slept with your brother. Whatever. And, you know, I, I don't be playing like this doesn't happen because most of you have cheated on the person that you are apologizing to or need to apologize to with someone that they know. Or maybe they don't know them personally, but it's somebody that you probably had up in their crib, somebody that they've seen you hobnobbing with at a company function, or they're a neighbor, or they're a friend of a relative. So let's keep it real, people. Your willingness to admit your mistake can give the other person the opportunity they need to communicate with you and start dealing with their feelings. Are you so damn selfish that you can't acknowledge that someone is hurt? And maybe that someone is you. I've seen, I've had more men and women in my office that have sat in front of me and said, Dr. Young, you know, I don't understand why they did this to me. And after about three weeks, I understand why they did it to you. You you can't get over stuff. You are pathetic because you want someone else to make you happy. Let me tell you something, people. Don't think someone else can make you happy. You can be happy with people, but people cannot make you happy. What's more, if you're the one that needs to admit that this situation happened or you're on the receiving end, to own your responsibility in it. You know, ladies, and I am not being cruel, so please don't be mad at me. Now, if you are already a plus-size girl when this dude married you, he knew what he was getting, so that is no excuse. But if you, for some reason, got married and you've let yourself go and you weigh 30 to 50 pounds more than you did when you started dating this person, you are as much at fault for what they did as they are. And, and I'm not saying it makes it right. Please don't take it that way. But the problem with, especially when I talk to my sisters, nobody's telling you the truth. Nobody. You get some more people, this, what I call the peanut gallery, these misery loves company people, and they get around you, and you start joining them into a pity party. Now, uh, the only thing missing is y'all need more. Hell, your Jackson to be singing, won't be no more trouble. I mean, seriously, you have to restore your dignity for yourself first, because even if you don't have dignity, someone apologizing to you isn't going to restore it. And for those of you that have hurt someone, you have to own your business. This can begin the healing process, but I rest assured it won't complete it. Matter of fact, here's what's happening. It can ensure, but it still doesn't justify your actions. It can can, uh, ensure that, okay, now maybe you have put a bone on the table, and this is contention point number one, people. If the person that hurt you 
gave you some, oh, I'm sorry, and bought you some chocolates and flowers or gave you some, and your dumb butt said, okay, and that's it. Don't be surprised when they get you again because I'm telling you, they are going to get you again. Next thing, a sincere apology, are you listening to me, people, shows that you are taking responsibility for your actions. Now, in the second part of this show, I'm going to give five steps to proof and evidence when you should forgive someone. You do not want to miss the second half of this show. But for right now, I just want to talk to those that are kind of in this limbo state where you're going, well, am I really sorry? Well, let's tell the truth. Let's say, for instance, you do want to apologize. You've been whatever. It's not even cheating. You just want to apologize for being insensitive and not making time for this person you allegedly love or that allegedly loves you. Have you stopped to think about honesty may play a factor here? Have you stopped to think that if you know doggone well you are going to continue to sleep with this other person or you are going to continue doing whatever it is you're doing, smoking, drinking, going, running the street, associating with people they don't like, don't even apologize. Explain. You remember I said earlier, let's define the difference between these two things. An apology shows remorse for your actions, or it acknowledges that your actions have caused someone harm. If you aren't ready to change course, don't apologize, but you do owe people an explanation. Sit down and just say to them, you know what, I just want to be honest with you. I like drinking This box of wine is my friend, and I'm sorry, but I'm not going to stop drinking. Uh, I'm not going to stop smoking. Uh, I'm not going to stop going to the club. Don't go and apologize for something that you know damn well you're going to do it again. What is the point in that? As a matter of fact, a sincere apology says that you're taking responsibility for your actions. And this not only can strengthen your self-confidence and your self-respect and enhance your reputation, but you're also likely to feel a sense of relief and relief. I said release and relief when you come clean about where you stand. It's one of the best ways to instill your integrity because, guys, I'm, and I'm talking to men and women, but this men are more guilty of this. When we look at situations and we aren't true to ourselves, I, I heard this, uh, this minister one day, I want to slap the hell out of this man. He said, and the Lord said to thine own self be true. Well, unless you're worshiping William Shakespeare, that is not in the Bible, dummy, that is Shakespeare. But, you know, the truth is be true to yourself. Be true to the fact that you did or are going to continue to do what you're doing. And people, they're not your mama, they're not your daddy, but if you care about folks, give them an explanation. You don't have to apologize. Just sit down and say, you know what, I'm just going to be honest. I am not ready to be in a committed relationship. I really like you. We have a lot of fun together. But, baby girl, I'm just not ready for what you think, what you want. And I don't care if you set a wedding date, bought a ring, 
she may be mad as hell at you, so you may want to tell her this, but you know, from a distance where she can't bust your window out in your car or something. But at least tell the person the truth about where you are. Now, here's the consequences. Let's say, for instance, you don't want to apologize when you made a mistake. Well, first, you are further damaging your relationship with whoever. It could be colleagues, clients, friends, family. It can harm your reputation, but more than anything else, it's just ratchet. It's jacked up. And not only that, it will negatively affect whatever you do in the future because no one wants to work with somebody, be in a relationship with somebody, even hang out or sleep with somebody that can't own up to their mistakes. You know, don't keep blaming everyone else for what you did. Now, I understand. It may be difficult to apologize. Okay, I get it. First, apologies do take courage. They also take you being a bit mature. When you admit you're wrong, it does put you in a vulnerable uh, position. It does open you up to having uh, to be blamed or feel attacked. As a matter of fact, some people struggle to show this courage. So for you that are sitting back going, I wish his ass would apologize, I'm going to tell you right now. You've got to understand, some people just don't have the courage to apologize. And you can help them by creating an environment where, of communication where you can say to this person, look, I know that something's not right here. I need us to talk about it. Don't come to them going, uh-huh, yo, ass didn't call me last night. That is not going to work. I'm telling you, like my friend on the commercial, that's not how that works. It's not how any of this works. Allow people to feel open with you. So if you're the victim here, let's say, for instance, you found some lipstick right on the edge of your man's drawers. Okay, you got him red-handed. Well, maybe not. Maybe he's just weird or he got his lipstick, wiped his hand on his drawers. If you believe that, you really need to come call me. But the truth of it is, let's say that's what happened. Create an environment for a discussion. You ever heard that term, you can catch more more uh, flies with honey than you ever will salt? True statement, because flies don't like salt, being honest. Now, here's another thing. Some of you are so stupid that you got your relatives up and friends up in your business and they're telling you, girl, you know what? You better not never tell a man everything. I'm not going to apologize if you didn't see me and you didn't touch me. I didn't do it. Or some guy is telling you, man, look here, you know, don't apologize, dog. You opening a can of worms. If you do any of this mess, not only are you arrogant, but you're stupid. That's right. I'm calling your behind stupid. Why is it stupid? It's real simple. Who do you care about? Do you care about anybody other than yourself? Is your relationship so jacked up that all you can think about is you and how you feel and what you want and what you ought to do? Or have you finally gotten to a point where something can make life a little bit better than, you know, Keeping up this lie, keeping up appearances, well, I'll tell you what, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to play a little bit of music right now, it's just a little bit. It's called Living Right Now. But before I play this song, 
go get the pen and paper. Go and get your friend and tell them, girl, you really need to be listening to this show right now because Dr. Young is fixing to let you know whether you need to keep this fool or forgive him or if it's someone you know that is treating and dogging someone else out, go ahead and tell them. Call in at 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610. Uh, my producer is signaling me that we have the phone lines lit up, so I'm going to actually try to take a couple of calls before I give that list. Matter of fact, we'll take two of those calls when we come back. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. We'll be right back. Conversation, irreplaceable day. What can I do about what's gone? It's like holding on to the fall. It's impossible. Undeniable nature, uncontrollable pain. Understandable emotion, unconditional faith. What can I do about what's lost? Ball, I can't live life in rewind So I turn my eyes to the moon Oh man And I'm gonna live I'm gonna live now I'm gonna live I'm gonna live right now I'm gonna live I'm gonna live now I'm gonna live 
That was my friend, Anessa Spite. You probably remember her from BET's Sunday Best. Now, we're going to go ahead and try to take this call. Uh, the number is 646-478-5610. We're clearing the queue right now, so if you've already pressed 1, press 1 and get yourself out the queue and press 1 again to put yourself back in because we just had a all our lines are lit up. I'm going to take a quick call. If you have a question, press that one again, and you will get right back into the queue. Okay. Uh, This is area code 678, number ending in 805. You are on live with Dr. Young. Who am I talking to? Hello? Hello? Okay, caller. Hi, you're on air. Who am I speaking with? This is uh, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Michelle. How are you? What's going? What can I? What do you want to ask or say today? So this is a, a situation. Um, I've been accused of doing something that I didn't do, and my mate moved out and didn't give me an explanation of anything, and won't okay. listen, won't talk to me, and won't give me, won't let me find out what's really going on. So what do I do? So let me ask you uh, two questions. First of all, it sounds like someone had a convenient exit, exit strategy because typically, especially with men, when we get in a situation where we feel that a woman has cheated on us or something of that nature, there is typically going to be some evidence that authenticates that this person cheated. We found a picture. We saw a text message. We saw an email did he see anything, or was there a trail of evidence that would lead this person to think you cheated on them? Yes. Um, his daughter saw something that she thought it was, but it was not as it seemed. And what was that? Um, well, I had a business partner, and, they went, and we were trying to discuss some business, and she saw him sitting in my room as we were discussing the business, and she took it at it. Uh, and then okay, time out. She said time that out, he was in my bed. I'm sorry. Time out, time out, time out. Hang on. You had a man living with you, right? You were cohabitating, am I right or wrong? Yes. Okay. You already know I love you, right? I mean, And you, you know, know if I'm going to tell you, I, I know, but I'm going to tell you that because I'm getting ready to get real fly with you. But I want and you to I just want you too. I, I am. I'm about trust me, baby. I can't help you if I play with you. But what the hell did you have somebody in your damn bedroom for? Well, you had I mean, all these other places to talk to this man outside. You could have been talking in the kitchen. You took a cold or told a kid. You go in your room. I need to talk with my business partner. So, you know, why was this man in your bedroom? Well, it's because we did start sitting down at the kitchen table and talk, but I had another house guest I was staying there, and she was kind of looking into the business. So he felt uncomfortable, and I said, well, let's just go in here really quick and talk about it, and then, wow. you know, you go about this. So it was really super innocent. And mind you, my boyfriend was locked up in jail, and I told him that the gentleman came over and we had a conversation but I couldn't go into what we were talking about because we, he's on a jail phone. So that was mm-hmm. something that was appropriate conversation. Okay, let, let's. I'm going to cut to this because the, the lines are lighting up. But let me tell you, here's what you have to do, okay? Uh, first, is your boyfriend still in course, incarcerated? No, I got him out. 
Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. You need to get the guy that was in your bedroom and your boyfriend all in the same room at the same time. That way there will be no stones unturned in this conversation. And let him ask whatever question, because here's what we have to understand, and I'm going to go into this right after I get off the phone with you. When we make mistakes with people, especially mistakes like that, because being honest with you, you should have told your house guests, look, you know, this is my house. I need you to go outside, or why don't you take this little child and you guys step out of here because he and I need to talk about some business. It's really important. That is what should have happened. Now, the fact that that did not happen that way, you can't strike a match. But all you can do is if you really love this man you're with, Tell him, I really want you to hear the truth. And I'm going to tell you this, Michelle. You make sure that you tell him the truth and you get this guy and you tell him, look, we're not trying to do the Maury uh, Maury show or the Jerry Springer show because men do not understand uh, that. When a man cares about you, he becomes territorial. He becomes uh, insecure, especially if he thinks that someone else could have your attention. The other thing is anything that's going on between you and another man, if you are in a committed, established relationship, that should be something that could be said in front of this other person. Now, here's the other caveat. If, and you said you were living together, so that does infer a committed relationship, in my opinion. So uh, if you're going to do this, Go ahead and call this guy, get everybody in the room, have your conversation, and whatever happens from there, it will not be on you. You will have done your part, and if the man doesn't forgive you, let it go. Because one thing about trust, once it's broken, it's easier to glue the scales back on a swimming fish than to restore somebody's trust. You feel me? I understand, but I can't even get him to talk to me. He won't even talk to me. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to to tell you. Okay, so if that's the case, here's what you do. You chalk that up in the lesson column and call it a day. You lost a man that probably uh, down the road it would have been something else. But I'm going to tell you this. I know, and I'm a man, you know, I'm a heterosexual man. If I had my daughter tell me, Daddy, this man was in the room with so-and-so, I would have I'd been like, hey, boo, it's a wrap. We're, we're done. So just, you know, the fact that his daughter saw it, not only is he dealing with his own sensitivities, he's dealing with that of his child. So this is a lesson you've learned. It's a very difficult lesson to learn. But from now on, if it's not someone that can uh, see you in your drawers, they have no business in your bedroom. You feeling me? I understand. Okay. Thank you for your call, dear. Now, what I want to tell you guys about that is that could have happened to anybody, and and not judging her, but when you don't use your head, stuff like that happens. So part of avoiding these circumstances is having stuff like that. So the number again, 646-478-5610. If you press 1, we're going to try to take your call in the queue. In the meantime, while they're sorting that up, because our lines are lit up again and we'll probably have to queue that clear that cue out, I'm going to go ahead and get back to this thing. How do you apologize? All right, here's the first thing. Don't do it unless you mean it. Uh, You know, but you need to start with these two words, 
uh, you don't start with, I need to talk. Let me holler at you for a second. No. Just be real straight. I'm sorry. I need to apologize for. And whatever for comes after for. I need to apologize because I snapped at you yesterday. I need to apologize to you because I didn't come home last night. I need to, uh, I'm sorry that uh, I called, talked about your mama's weave, whatever. But be sincere and authentic. You have to be first honest with yourself and with the other person. And never, ever, ever apologize because you're trying to get some, borrow some money, it's a means to an end, or ulterior motive. Second thing, okay, if you are the one that needs to say you're sorry about something, you better write this down. Admit responsibility. Like what I just told her, you need to tell somebody, you know what, I did have this person in my room, and I screwed up, and let me tell you why they were there. And, and again, the other person does not have to accept your apology. And they probably, they may or may not, you know, depending on someone's level of maturity and how spiritual they are, all of that plays into play. But here's the deal. Second, after you express remorse, admit your responsibility and empathize with the person that you hurt. You have to put yourself in their shoes. And don't be saying, well, if it was me, I wouldn't trip like that. You're a damn liar. Yes, you would. So simply put yourself in the other person's shoes. You know, here's an example. I know that I hurt your feelings when I snapped at you. I'm sure that embarrassed you, especially since I did it in front of your homies or in front of your girlfriends and everybody was there, I was wrong to treat you like that. In other words, let someone know that you get it, that you understand how they feel. Now, here's the next thing. So the first one, really mean it when you say I'm sorry. Don't start it out with a bunch of other, well, you know, but, okay, you know how we do it. Don't bring that in. Just be straight to the point. Then empathize with the person and show them you mean it by saying, you know, I'm sorry that I did blank uh, because I know that would have embarrassed me had that been my mama and them sitting there and, you know, I understand how you feel. And then say, when you want, say, I want to make this right with you, you know, so what can I do? Ask them, is there anything I can do to make this up to you? Step three, make amends. Say, I realize I was wrong. I, I doubt, you know, I, you know, I was wrong to doubt what, what you told me. I was wrong to have done what I did, and I understand that I hurt you. So how can I make this up to you? Now, I'm going to tell you, before you say that, token gestures and empty promises are going to do you more harm than good. So if you sit there and you say, I'm sorry, and you mean it, and you say you understand, and you say, what can I do to make this up to you? And then they tell you, well, you know what, Um, please stop drinking. Of course, stop smoking weed. You got the dog staring at the wall. You know, just whatever it is you're doing. Stop being so damn judgmental and stop every time something's wrong, you threatening me that you're going to leave or whatever. Whatever it is they tell you stop doing, you really have to have your mind made up that you are going to stop doing what you what you agree to because if not, you just took four steps forward and five steps backwards. And then to and the fourth thing is rebuild their trust. 
promising that you will not repeat this behavior again. And you can't just be talking. You really need to mean what you said. You can't tell somebody, I'm not going to do it again. And, okay, you don't smoke weed in the house no more, but you come in smelling like you've been hanging out with Bob Marley's ghost. Come on, really? You said that you're not going to do this again, but you're at the club all hugged up with women. Okay, you didn't sleep with one, but you, she can smell the perfume on you. And lastly, don't make any more excuses for your behavior. Stop doing what it is that you were doing. Now, for the rest of you, I'm going to give you five tips to get your butt out of the doghouse. This will work. I'm going to tell you this too. Do not, if someone takes these five steps with you and they renege on them, it's time for you to kind of like give them their walking papers, okay? Let's say, because the number one question I got when I was getting ready to do this show is how do I handle it when I cheated on someone or someone has cheated on me and they want to get back in with me? How will I know that they're serious? This is the time to really text your girlfriend and tell her to tune into this show or your homeboy that, you know, because this is going to be the, the, the green carpet, not the red carpet, <laughs> the green carpet that tells somebody you can hurry up back into my life or you need to get on this carpet and get the hell away from me, all right? Here's the first thing. Infidelity happens, right? I told you earlier, 25% of people, and I, I've read this in the Bible, I don't know how many journals admit that they're cheating. And then people that are under 30 years old, they it was like 14% of men and like 11% of women. But the numbers were really deep now when it came to women that were between 25 to 40 years old. The women cheated more than the men. Now, I know that's hard for a lot of you to believe, but that's actually true. And women think up their lie better, so that's why they don't get caught as much, right? But here's the deal. You can't ignore what's happened. So for those of you that have been betrayed, first step, stop ignoring it. For those of you that did the betraying, own up to your stuff. And then you pull the other person in, and, you, and here's what you have to do. Number one, sever the ties with the person you cheated with. You really have to do this, and here's how you do it. You could Because I've got couples in my office right now where I've had the man or the woman stop having an affair, but the other person doesn't trust them anymore. Well, okay. And it's been so long that they figure, why should I do all of that? I'm not doing this anymore. Well, if you want this person to be happy, here's what you're going to have to do. People, most people, you've lost their trust anyway. So the fact that you stopped doing what you're doing and didn't clean it up right, don't expect them to trust you. So you have to handle this together. And what I mean by together, and I'm warning you, it will not be easy. It's going to be emotionally charged. It's, it's going, but here's the thing to do. You and your significant other have to sit down and write an email not a letter because, or not unless you mail a letter and know it's the right address on it, but write an email or a text message to this other person that states very clearly, look, all contact between us has to end. You know, uh, you, you and I cannot be together, involved anymore. 
and put and write in it. My partner is helping me write this. I can't see you again. I, I need to really work on my relationship. Please don't contact me. Now, here's the catch to that. If you're dealing with some ratchet, uh, I, I can't even think of the word, trifling person, they'll get with that other person they've been cheating with and say, yeah, you know, I got busted. I had to send you that. I didn't want to write you that, but, you know, he or she was sitting right next to me. If that's who you are, you need to take your sorry butt somewhere and, and just get a life because not only are you messing up an innocent person, you're scarring them in such a way that they will not trust anybody over your sorry butt. So first of all, don't do this if you're not going to be true to it, okay? I'm just I'm I'm checking that. I'll I'll take make you get your own switch myself. But for the for you decent people that really want to get your family back together, get back with this person that you know is perfect for you. Just sit down with them and say, "You know what? I need to talk." Yes, I've been having an affair. Or I've been messing with three or four people. You know, whatever. And I need I don't want to lose you over this. So what you do is you sit down and send a text message or for you hoes out there, some text messages to some people and just say, you know, I've met someone. I really want to work on my relationship. Please don't contact me. Now, really, if you had done stuff the right way to begin with, you wouldn't have had everybody thinking you was in a relationship with them. But if you're just dating, tell people you're just dating them, and you will never have to go through this. But if you are in a committed relationship, and especially if you are cohabitating, married, or engaged to be married, this is how you need to handle this. And now here's what happens. Here's step two. Stay transparent. Don't just do the initial thing. See, a lot of people have no problem doing this, and that's because your butt probably got caught. It ain't because you're trying to clean your act up, but you got caught. But even if you did get caught, now here's what's going to happen. After you send that text message, you know doggone well you and this little person you've been getting your freak on with is going to respond or try to get in touch with you in some kind of way. After all, you and this other person, especially if they knew you had somebody in your life, they didn't respect the boundaries in the relationship before. Why in the hell would they respect them now, right? So it is crucial that both you and your man or your woman be completely transparent from the time you sent that text message. You, and here's some things you're going to have to do, people, and I'm going to underline this for you married folks. Because God is in your business. you got the Holy Spirit up in your stuff. So not, now it ain't even about you and this person. It's about you and God, okay? But those of you that are engaged or those of you that are really trying to have a relationship for the first time that's serious, you can, you know, be transparent. Don't be hiding and, and uh, avoiding that intimacy. And I'm going to say this. I'm drawing a line in the sand. This is for people that live together, people that are engaged and married. If you aren't engaged and you don't live together and you're not married, this applies to people that voluntarily decide to do this, but it doesn't apply to all you people that aren't in that condition. But those of you that are, you should be able to look at each other's text messages. And I'm not saying out of nosiness. I'm saying it shouldn't be a big deal. 
I'm not saying that somebody ought to be telling you, give me your damn phone. I didn't say that. I said, out of disrespect, you shouldn't have to hide a text message or the, you get the phone bill. You're trying to grab it, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, and only leave the part out that needs to be paid. Or, you know, you log off Facebook real quick or whatever, Pinterest or LinkedIn. You should know each other's business and be open. That's what I mean by being transparent. If you do this, this will quickly get you moving back to a good relationship, especially if trust had been broken. Now, keep in mind, you have to shift out of the mode, and I'm talking to the person that's been hurt now, of being a detective out trying to catch somebody doing wrong, and you have to shift into the mode of being a partner to make sure things go right. So that way, if your man or your girl gets a message from the ex-mistress or whatever, and you happen to see it first, don't go accusing this person of cheating, or if your XO flame contacts you, don't withhold that information out of fear. Instead, discuss it calmly until the trust is restored. And sure, your man or your girl may be looking at you like, what the hell are calling you for? Okay, I thought, dude, what's up with dude? Okay, well, you know, you have to tell them, look, before, I wouldn't have told you this. Just, just stand your ground and say, here's where I am. I don't want to hide anything from you. So-and-so called me. I did not return the call. Because you don't know. Maybe your man or woman did see that damn message on your phone, and they're just waiting to see what you're going to do. And by doing that, they will be able to look at you and say, oh, okay, good, you have changed. Or you may, they may, you may share that information, and the person may be like, well, why are they still calling you? And you say, look, please don't go there. I'm trying to do the right thing, and that's why I'm telling you this person called, and I have not returned their call. But since you happen to be standing here, I'm going to reply to this text message, or better yet, phone call right now while you are in the room and tell them, look, I ask you not to call me. I'm working on my relationship. And, if, and now let's face it, people, there are some crazy-ass people out there, and if you happen to be dating that fool that doesn't want to respect the fact that you're working on your relationship, it gets real, real simple. Change your doggone email and change your phone number. And if they call after that, that's when your significant other, you being the person that's been hurt, you need to tell them, okay, now how in the hell did they get your phone number? Now, mind you, there are some sneaky, <laughs> conniving people out there. So when you change your information, make sure that you don't go and publish it on LinkedIn or Facebook. And, you know, like on a Facebook or a LinkedIn account, it, it says, well, to contact them, and some of you put your business email up there, uh, someone may go from calling you on a private means to uh, I've even had people that tried to be so sneaky with the game. They would um, actually go and use like Google chat or something where they could talk to the person thinking this other person would not have a record of it. That's just trifling. If someone's doing you like that, kick their butts to the curb. Now, here's step number three, okay? <laughs> do ask and do tell. In other words, get ready to ask. And answer and answer, because when people have been hurt, they want to know. And it's a healthy way to discuss this. So here's how you do it. 
the healthy way to discuss infidelity for a partner who's who's cheated, you know, give the person all the details they want. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna urge you people with this. Uh, be, before you ask a question, and I'm talking to you that have been cheated on and hurt, be sure that you are emotionally ready to handle the answer. Because when they start telling you, well, okay, you know, I've been sleeping with them for four months, and you ask how long has this been going on, and you want the truth, you need to be prepared to hear the truth, okay? Now, for those of you that are trying to get your husband, your wife, your fiancé, your girlfriend, boyfriend back, when they want to ask you who, what, when, where, how, how often, they may also want to know how far it intruded into their lives. Like, you know, did you buy them gifts? Did you bring them back to our crib? Did you have them in my car? Be prepared for that. Again, put yourself in another person's shoes. Now, here's another thing. If you're the one doing the asking, don't get crazy with this because all you're doing is hurting yourself. Try to stick with questions that you will be comfortable learning the answer to. And here's something that you can ask yourself. Can I live with my partner if I know this information? Just, just ask yourself, can I live with them if I know this information? Will I find out something that's useful or not? If you're doing the answering now, respond to every question directly and honestly, even if they are as specific as someone asks you what sex positions or you know, what did you do? Was it oral sex? Was it anal? Tell the truth. Now, why? Because the other person will not consider the case closed or be able to move on until they hear the facts that they think are important. And I have people right now in my care, you know, that have these issues. The person isn't cheating anymore. The woman or the man wants to know, you know, well, but I, how do I know they're not cheating? They won't tell me a name. They won't tell me where they were met, who it was. Do I know them? Is it my friend? Well, if you really want to put this fire out, I'm just going to be honest with you. You don't have to do it that way, but sooner or later, person that you say you love so much that you're trying to work it out with really matters, give them what they are asking you because if not, they can't have peace. Now, and, and just put yourself in these shoes. You remember what I said earlier about being empathetic? You want all the truth, so give it to them. Now, here's another thing. Being dishonest also shows that you're done lying. So something that happened a lot when you were cheating on this person was being deceitful and lying. But you don't need to offer details your partner didn't ask for. So if they ask you how many times you slept with her uh, and you say, yeah, and her booty is bigger than yours, you don't have to tell that woman that. Keep it simple. Just answer the question. Don't go and add extra commentary. You, uh, you know, well, you know, and he was taller than you, and he had big hands and big feet. You don't need to make that man feel bad about his manhood. Just answer the question if you really love him. <laughs> now, there is no reason, and I'm going to say this, to be hurtful when answering these questions. Because, see, sometimes some of, some of y'all get a little frustrated and you keep feeling like, damn, why you keep asking me that? I told you I ain't doing it no more. Well, you probably are not doing it anymore. But you got to understand, you know, what, what, it takes, what it takes five minutes to 30 minutes to create can take months to clean up. You know, months. 
sometimes years. So if you really mean this, I'm sorry, I ain't going to do it no more, I want you back, be prepared for that because that's part of it. Now, here's some good stuff you can do. Hey, uh, you guys, we're going to go over a little bit tonight. So I'm, I'm telling my producers that audience, but I, I just want to want you guys to know because I'm going to finish this, and I'm also probably going to try to take a couple more calls. Take a break together. After you have this affair, take a break together. Go out of town. This is an emotional step, not a rational one, okay? If you want to stay with your partner, you'll have to open yourself up. You need to get away from everybody's comments about what happened. That means if you're the one that got hurt, you need to get away from your crazy family. And and let me tell you all something. Quit telling everybody your doggone business because the minute you involve kids, family members, cousins, baby daddy, whoever the hell in your business, you just, you guys could have gotten over this. Now you got everybody up in your business. And I recommend that here's a trip. Like, don't go on no doggone cruise or nothing. You know, what you want to do is spend some time together. So make it as romantic as possible. Uh, as for sex, you know, if you feel like you're both ready to have sex, you know, get your, get your freak on. But if not, just make sure that when you take this trip, that there's no more anger and there's no dishonesty because you can't bring these demons with you that caused this problem to begin with, you know, but you have to make a kind of uh, an effort to reconnect because some of y'all got cheated on because you weren't having sex to begin with, you know, and that's why your partner strayed or some of you got cheated on because there was just no romantic element. Nobody was holding nobody's hand. Nobody was opening the door. Nobody was, you know, doing what it takes to get this other person back. Now, here's the last thing. Get your passion back. What I mean is this. Go back to creating time during the week, a couple hours a day, to just, you know, really communicate. And if that means get out of the house and stop at Starbucks, and I'm not endorsing Starbucks. I'm really or your favorite restaurant or by the park Say, hey, I'm on my way home. Let's go work out together. Let's go for a walk together. Start doing things because when I wrote this book, and I'm going to recommend this book to you if you're trying to fix your relationship or you're trying to get over a broken heart, go to drdevonyoung.com. That's D-I-V-N-Young. Go to drdevonyoung.com and order Break Up, Don't Break Down. It, it will change your life. But the thing is, find some activities that you both like and do them together. So I'm going to give you this checklist again. Here we go. The first thing that I said in fixing this relationship is cut ties with the person. And if they are already cut, allow your spouse or your significant other or your fiancé or whatever to see that they're cut by. You can, uh, you know, if it's something recent, send that text message or email and let them see you do it. And then be transparent. That's step two. When the person, they will respond, don't call them back or answer the message except when your mate is around and say, look, I need to show you this, so-and-so just call me. I'm going to call them back while you're here and put this on the speaker. I'm going to send a text message, but I would, it's smarter for you to call them so they won't think you're just gaming them, you know what I mean? And then the third thing that I said to you is be transparent. 
get if you're especially I'm I'm gonna say this again, if you are married, this thing is bigger than you and your mate, okay? God's involved, but if you're married especially, you should have access to each other's passcodes. You should be able to pick up. Matter of fact, if you're a married couple, you should be able to grab the other person's cell phone and go to work and not care, and you should be able to answer it with no problem. And the other thing is you should also have passwords to each other's stuff. If you don't have that in your marriage, something, your marriage ain't going to last. I'm going to tell you that now. If you're engaged, you need to set a date for what I call the transfer date of no return, where when you put that ring on her finger, bro, lady, when you said yes, both of you right then, in my opinion, should delete your phone numbers out your phone and keep only the ones that are pertinent, like business contacts and relatives. And just to keep the game honest, you should be able to switch phones on a random basis and say, hey, let's switch phones, because that will keep your relationship honest and it will keep it clean. If you are getting in a committed relationship, you don't have to go as far as I said in those two examples, but you should get a point where you have common friends, there should be an air of transparency. Now, long as you are dating, you don't have to do all this stuff. That, and especially all, all of my people that are Hispanic, African-American, Asian, I don't know what the hell is wrong with us, but we don't know how to date. Ladies, you do not want a, a man to end up with you. You want to be his choice. Gentlemen, you do not want to go and threaten and make her feel insecure you want her to like you because you were the best guy for her. So don't put the pressure there. Don't play house until you're ready to be in a house, okay? Next thing, after you do that, take a break together. Leave the negative conversation out of it. Go and just take a short vacation, two days out of town somewhere close by, and leave your damn cell phone off. I promise. I don't know why people think that you need to be texting somebody all the time. I don't get that. You're having dinner. You're texting. You're eating, texting. You're at the movies. Chill out with that. And, and, and get the passion back. That's how someone will allow you back in their life. And, and like Michelle, I told the call earlier, if they don't after that, okay, lesson learned. Don't sweat it. Quit. Don't start stalking people trying to make them come back to you. Now, here's where we are. If you want, I'm going to take one quick call before I go off air. The number is 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610. Press 1 right now if you have a question or a comment, and I'm going to try to take that real quick before we go. Last thing, relationships are built on trust. If you have lost that trust, and you really want it back, don't, don't screw up twice. And those of you that are trying to make up your mind to let somebody back in, I just gave you a template to it. If I can't go through all of that again, so this show is archived. The archive will be ready within moments of getting off the air tonight. So you can always come back and revisit this as you can any show that we have. Okay, we do have a caller. The area code is 708 your number ends in 303. That's 708303. And you're on. Caller, you're yeah, on man. with Dr. Young. I, know I just came in a little late. But I was, my, my name is Sahu. I was just trying to see what y'all was talking about. I'm trying to get some understanding. It said something about how to get your lover back. Are we trying to get lovers yeah. back or what, what's going on? Yeah, if you've cheated on your mate or your mate has cheated on you, yeah. 
and you really want to oh, fix I fuck around all the time. <laughs> I fuck around all the time. I don't know what that bitch on. She probably out there getting her rocks off. Okay, so as we can tell, I had to drop that caller because we just don't do that. Brother, you know, if we were at the bar or somewhere talking, that would be cool, but there are too many ladies that listen to my show, so sorry for cutting you off, but that's just not cool, man. So, you know, next time you're on a show that's broadcast all over the world, represent black men better than that. Represent yourself better than that. All right, with that said, uh, it was a great conversation tonight. I want you all to know that you don't have to settle. There's somebody out there that will not dog you out, somebody out there that will treat you right. And what matters more than anything else is you treat yourself right. Treat other people the way that you want to be treated. We cannot have a healthy relationship or a healthy life in an unhealthy environment. Now, you do not want to miss Wednesday's show it is going to be off the chain. It will be up and announced shortly. But I want you to make sure you go to the Dr. D. Yvonne Young website. If you haven't, sign up. Go to the D. Yvonne Young Facebook pages. Hit the like button. Hit the follow button. And more than anything else, I want you to know this. I love you madly. Talk to you on Wednesday. Have an awesome week. Bye now.